Hi, this is Joel and Victoria. Thanks for listening to our podcast and thanks for supporting the ministry. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? We appreciate you and pray for God's very best in your life. Well, God bless you. Always a joy to come into your homes. We love you. If you're ever in our area, I hope you'll stop by and be a part of one of our services. I promise you we'll make you feel right at home. But thanks so much for tuning in today. Thanks again for coming out. I like to start each week with something funny. And I heard about this man. He was walking up to a country store and there was a little boy sitting on the front porch with a huge dog sitting next to him. The man said, son, does your dog bite? He said, no, sir, my dog doesn't bite. The man reached down to pet the dog and the dog took about half of his arm off. He pulled it back and said, son, I thought you said your dog didn't bite. The little boy said, that's not my dog. (laughs) (laughs) All right, hold up your Bible. Say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the word of God. I boldly confess My mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I'll never be the same in Jesus' name. God bless you. I want to talk to you today about living life happy. Too many people drag through the day sour with no enthusiasm. They hardly ever smile. They never laugh anymore. Everything is a burden. But God never created us to endure life. He created us to enjoy life. We're not supposed to go around with a long face, negative, discouraged, sour, grumpy. You and I are supposed to be the happiest people on earth. Everywhere we go, we should brighten people's day. You've been around people like that before. They're so enthusiastic, happy, and full of faith. They rub off on you. When you leave, you feel better, refreshed, re-energized, inspired. That's the impact we should have on others. Our joy should overflow to them. But some people go around with such a long face and such a sad report. It's like they lost their last friend. They go to church like they're going to God's funeral. Like this man I heard about, he walked into a restaurant and said to the waitress, do you serve crabs here? She said, sit down, mister, we'll serve anybody. A lady was talking to this couple and she said to the wife, do you ever wake up grouchy? She said, no, I just let him sleep. (laughs) But really, life is too short for us to live it negative, grouchy, grumpy. Jesus came that our joy might be full. When your joy is full, it can be seen. It's expressed. I know people that haven't smiled in six months. They haven't laughed in three years. You ask them how they're doing. Well, brother, I've got the joy of the Lord. No, you need to notify your face. Joy is supposed to be displayed. We should have a smile on our face, a spring in our step. We should be kind and friendly. We should be easygoing and fun to be around. Some of you today, you need to get your joy back. You've allowed the pressures of life to push you down. Now you're not excited about your future. You're not enjoying the people God's brought into your life. You don't laugh and smile like you know you should. And if you don't make an adjustment, you'll go year after year and get more and more solemn. It's not only robbing you of the joy that belongs to you, 
but it's robbing your family and friends of the gift that you have to give. You need to draw the line in the sand and say, that's it. I'm not going to live another day negative, discouraged, sour, grumpy. I'm going to put a smile on my face. I'm going to let my joy be seen so I can brighten somebody else's day. I'm going to live my life happy. Well, you say, Joel, I'd be happy if I had your life. I'd be happy, Joel, if I was as good looking as you. (laughs) What are you laughing at? (laughs) I'd be happy if I was married to Victoria. No comment. No. God has given you your life to enjoy. Don't compare your situation to somebody else's. You have everything you need to be happy. You may not be in the home you want to be living in. You may not have the exact job you would like. Maybe you're single and you really want to get married. If you're not careful, you can allow those things to frustrate you until they change. But this is very important. If you don't learn to be happy where you are, you'll never get to where you want to be. Being happy where you are and not falling into self-pity, not complaining, that's a seed that you're sowing for God to take you to where you want to go. And it's good to have big dreams. It's good to want to increase, but we can't let our goals and dreams frustrate us to where we can't be happy where we are. We have to realize God is directing our steps. Where you are is not an accident. It's all a part of God's divine plan. If you will stay in faith and just go out each day, be your best with a smile on your face, happy where you are, then you are passing the test. That's what allows God to open up new doors and get you to where you want to be. But too many people on the inside are at war. They think, I can't be happy. I don't even like my life. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the car I drive. I don't like where I'm living. I don't like the people in my life. When those things change, then I'll be happy. No, God never intended for us to put off our happiness. That's why David said in Psalm 118, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. He's saying, this is the day to be happy. Not tomorrow when the weather clears up. Not next week when I don't have to work so hard. Not next month when I make it through this difficult time. No, make a decision to enjoy your life right now. So easy to come up with excuses to delay our happiness. I hear it all the time. As soon as I get out of this problem, Joel, I'll be happy. As soon as I lose 10 pounds, as soon as my business grows, as soon as my child straightens up. No, if you don't put your foot down and decide to be happy right now, there will always be something to keep you from being happy. I'm asking us, to get rid of the excuses and let's make a decision to enjoy our life right now. It's interesting, as children, we start off happy, laughing, enthusiastic. Problems don't keep us down. A little child can be crying one moment because something's wrong and five minutes later, they've totally forgotten about it and they're happy again. I've never seen a little child holding a grudge Never seen a toddler walking around with bitterness and unforgiveness. Never seen a four-year-old worried about his future, thinking that he's not going to make it. No, children are happy. They enjoy the simple things in life. They forgive quickly. They're excited about each day. I remember when our daughter Alexandra was just a little baby and I'd go get her out of the crib in the morning. When she'd hear me coming, she'd so excited, she'd start jumping up and down. 
She'd give me a great big hug with her arms, her legs, a big kiss. Why was she so excited? What was the occasion? Was it her birthday? Were we going on vacation? Were we headed to Disneyland? No, it was simply the dawning of a new day. She was excited just to be alive, to have another day to enjoy. That's the excitement that God has placed on the inside of every one of us. We should never forget how to celebrate each day. But so often, the older we get, we let the challenges of life push down and sadden our spirits. We have to realize every day is a gift from God. Once this day is gone, we can never get it back. And if we make the mistake of living it negative, discouraged, grumpy, sour, that is a day that we've wasted. The sad thing is, some people have wasted year after year being unhappy because somebody's not treating them right or because they're not getting their way or because their plans are not working out as fast as they would like. I've made up my mind. I am not going to waste any more days. I'm going to celebrate each day as a gift from God. One thing I've learned is that happiness is a choice. When you wake up in the morning, you can choose what kind of day you're going to have. You can choose to be in a good mood or you can choose to be in a bad mood. You can choose to live this day happy, excited, expecting God's goodness, or you can choose to be irritable and sour and just try to make it through. How you live your life is totally up to you. It's not dependent on your circumstances. It's dependent on your choices. Abraham Lincoln said, most people are as happy as they decided to be. I have a friend right now that's going through treatment for cancer. He's a young man, very talented, very athletic. If he had not told me, I would have never known anything was wrong. I've never once heard him complain. He's always friendly, upbeat, enjoys life. I asked him the other day how he could keep such a good attitude during such a difficult time. He said, Joel, when I get up in the morning, I ask myself, do you want to be depressed today or do you want to live happy? And I choose to live happy. Understand, if you're going to be happy, you have to be happy on purpose. Happiness is not going to fall on you. We're not going to wake up every morning and think, oh, wow, I want to be happy today. No, some mornings we're going to wake up and think, nobody better get in my way. I don't feel like going to work. I don't feel like cleaning the house. I don't feel like driving in this traffic. Just let me get my coffee and nobody will get hurt. (laughs) Some mornings we wake up grouchy. And if we get in agreement with those thoughts and we start dwelling on how we feel and what we don't have and all of our problems, We may not realize it, but we're choosing to have a lousy day. That's paving the way for defeat, discouragement, mediocrity. Here's the key. When you wake up in the morning, you cannot wait to see what kind of day you're going to have. You have to decide what kind of day you're going to have. In other words, don't wait to see how you feel and what kind of mood your spouse is in and what the traffic's like and what the stock market's doing. No, right when you get out of bed, you need to make a declaration right then and there. This is going to be a great day. I'm excited about my future. I know God is directing my steps. Something good is going to happen to me today. That is setting the tone for a blessed, prosperous, happy day. The scripture says in Psalms that joy comes in the morning. 
When you wake up each morning, God sends you a special delivery of joy. It comes knocking at your door. And when you get up in faith and make that declaration that this is going to be a good day, you know what you did? You just answered the door. You just received the gift of joy that God sent to you. The problem is some people never answer the door. It's been knocking months and months, years and years. Come on, let me in. You can be happy. You can cheer up. You can enjoy your life. I don't know about you, but I've made up my mind. I'm going to answer the door. I'm going to get up every morning and say, Father, thank you for another beautiful day. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to enjoy this day. I'm going to brighten somebody else's life. I am choosing to receive your gift of joy. A lot of times we think, well, Joel, I'm unhappy because somebody's not treating me right. I'm unhappy because I'm having to work two jobs. or I'm unhappy because I'm not where I wanted to be in life. Can I say this kindly and respectfully? You're unhappy because you're choosing to be unhappy. The scripture says no person can take your joy. That means no man, no woman, no obstacle, no difficulty, no disappointment, no sickness. Nothing can take your joy. You have to give it away. In other words, you're in complete control. You're in charge of how happy or unhappy you want to live. I see too many people that are allowing someone else to frustrate them and they end up giving away their joy. George Burns said, happiness is having a loving, caring, close-knit family living in another state. (laughs) You may have people in your life, perhaps even in your own family, that are hard to get along with. They do things on purpose to aggravate you. They know just what buttons to push to frustrate you. Listen, you got to draw that line in the sand and say no more. I am not giving away my joy. I realize this day is a gift from God and I'm not going to waste it being unhappy because of how someone is or isn't treating me. One of the best things I've ever learned is I am responsible for my own happiness. It's not up to Victoria to make me happy. It's not up to my family and friends to keep me cheered up. Somebody may be treating me wrong. They may not be doing what I want them to do, but that is not an excuse for me to live my life sour. I am responsible to get up every morning and to receive the gift of joy that God sends to me. And I found most of the time we have what we need to be happy. We just don't have the right perspective. For instance, you may not be happy at the job you're at right now. But if for some reason you were to lose that job and you went months and months without any income, and then one day you were able to get that same job back, most likely you would be extremely happy. You had what you needed to be happy. You just didn't realize it. I know people that are perfectly healthy, but they're never really happy. It's always something bothering them. They want a bigger house or a better job. But if they were to lose their health and then regain it, I'm sure they would be thrilled. They have what they need to be happy. I hear ladies complain and complain about their husband. He's just too much of this or not enough of that. But if that husband were gone and you were lonely month after month, didn't have anybody to talk to, nobody to go to dinner with, you might be happy just to get that old goat back. I mean, that man back. What am I saying? Keep the right perspective. Every one of us has something even right now to be happy about. 
our health, our job, our family, and opportunity. I know this couple that live in another state and they were constantly complaining about the house they were living in. It was too small and too far out in the country. It was a source of frustration year after year. But when the economy went down recently, unfortunately, their income went down as well, and they got very close to losing that house. In fact, just before the bank foreclosed on it, they were able to refinance, and they kept the house. Do you know now they think that house is the greatest thing in the world? They show it off like it's brand new. What happened? They changed their perspective. I hear people say, well, I got to go to work today. No, the right attitude is I get to go to work today. I've got a job. I've got opportunity. That's reason enough for me to have a smile on my face. Well, I've got to clean this house. It's so much work. No, I get to clean this house. I'm strong. I'm healthy. On top of that, I have a house. I'm not living under a bridge somewhere. Well... Joel, I've got to take care of these children. All I do is cook and clean, do the laundry. No, I get to take care of these children. They're a gift from God. They're a special treasure. I found there are very few things in life that we have to do. Well, Joel, I have to pay my taxes. No, really, you get to pay your taxes. The fact that you have taxes due means that you made money. That tells me God blessed you with opportunity. Well, I've got to go to the grocery store today. No, that means you're healthy enough to eat. I get to go to the grocery store. Well, I've got to drive in traffic. No, that means God's blessed you with a car. I get to drive in traffic. Well, I've got to buy my wife a Valentine's Day gift. No, that means God's blessed you with a wife. You don't have to buy her a gift. You get to buy her a gift. And if you don't, you will be unhappy. Because if mama's not happy, nobody's happy. (laughs) But so much of our happiness is based on our perspective. I read about these two men. They had been bricklayers for over 30 years. They were working on a huge skyscraper downtown. One man was always negative, discouraged, constantly complaining, dreaded going to work. The other man was just the opposite. He was excited to show up each day and just had an attitude of faith and just enthusiastic about life. One day, a friend came by the job site and asked them separately what they were doing. The first man said, oh, we're just laying brick. We've been doing this for 30 years. It's so boring, one brick on top of the other. The man asked the second man. He just lit up. He said, wow, we're building a magnificent skyscraper. This structure is going to stand tall for generations to come. And I'm just so excited that I could be a part of it. See, their happiness or lack of it was based on their perspective. Friends, you can either be laying a brick or you can be building a beautiful skyscraper. Choice is up to you. In other words, you can go to work each day and just punch in on the clock and dread being there and do as little as you have to to get by. Or you can show up with enthusiasm and give it your best, knowing that you're making the world a better place. And I found we create much of our own unhappiness. We see what's wrong rather than what's right. We look at what we don't have rather than what we do have. We don't celebrate each day and appreciate the gift that God has given us. A man told how years ago he was on a train and he met a very successful couple. The lady was wearing expensive clothing, expensive jewelry. It was obvious that they were well-to-do. 
They were all up in the first class cabin together. It was very nice, very comfortable. But from the start, this lady did nothing but complain. She complained that the temperature wasn't right, complained that there wasn't enough light, complained that the food wasn't good, complained that her seat was dirty. She made everybody miserable. During the journey, this man struck up a conversation with her husband and he asked what kind of business he was in. And he told how he had been in the car industry and God had blessed him in a great way. But he said, now my wife, she's in the manufacturing business. The man thought that's kind of odd. I mean, she's so dignified and dressed so properly. That just doesn't seem like it fit. He asked very curiously, what does she manufacture? The husband said, she manufactures unhappiness. She's unhappy everywhere she goes. Some of you today, you may need to change businesses, not physically, but mentally. You need to get out of the manufacturing of unhappiness business. In other words, quit dwelling on what's wrong. Quit seeing the faults and start seeing the good. Start being grateful for what you have. Start appreciating the gift of today. Do you realize you can manufacture happiness just as easily as you can unhappiness. Jesus put it this way. A good man from his inner treasure brings forth good things, but an evil man out of his own evil storehouse brings forth evil things. This is saying it's not our circumstances that cause us to be negative and unhappy. It's what's on the inside. It's because our perspective is wrong. Because you can take a positive, happy, faith-filled person and put them in negative circumstances, and they're still going to be positive, happy, faith-filled. They're going to find the good. They're not going to be complaining. They're going to be saying, God's going to turn this around. I'm a victor and not a victim. It's because their heart is right. It's filled with faith, with hope, with gratitude. If you'll get the inside right, it'll override the outside. But so often, we've developed wrong mindsets that keep us from being happy. Things like, It's Monday. Traffic's going to be terrible. This is going to be a hard day. Or I've got to clean my house. I sure can't enjoy today. I've got to work late. Got to go on a business trip. This is going to be a real pain. We've conditioned our mind when we can enjoy life and when we just have to endure life. If we would change those conditions, we could enjoy every part of our life. This is what I had to do. I write my sermons on Thursdays. When I first started ministering, on Thursdays, I would dread it. I would get up in the morning so pressured, so uptight. I think, oh man, this is going to be hard. I got to come up with something to say if I can just make it through today. One day it dawned on me, I could be doing this on Thursdays for the next 50 years. I better decide to enjoy it or I'm going to waste a huge part of my life. Now, when I get up on Thursdays, I have a totally different approach. I relax and enjoy it. I actually look forward to it. What happened? I had to change how I had conditioned my mind. I read where there are more heart attacks on Monday than any other day. People have already decided Monday is a stressed out day. You've heard of the Monday morning blues. If we're not careful, we'll fall into that same trap. I can't be happy today. I got to mow the lawn. I can't enjoy this day. I got to work late. It's raining outside. This is a stressed out day. Let me just make it through. A study recently came out that stated happiness increases 10% on Fridays. 
Why is that? People are excited about the weekend, so they've decided to be happier. They've made up their mind on Fridays they can enjoy their life more. My challenge to all of us today is let every day be a Friday. Give yourself permission every day to be happy. Not just on the weekends, not just when you have a special event, not just when you're going on vacation. No, if you will have the right mindset, you can be just as happy on Monday as you are on Friday. The scripture doesn't say Friday is the day the Lord has made. No, it says this is the day the Lord has made. This means Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. This means when it's raining, when you have to work late, when you have to do the dishes. Why don't you make up your mind to be happy every day? You've heard that saying, TGIF, thank God it's Friday. For you and I, it should be TGIM, thank God it's Monday. TGIW, thank God it's Wednesday. TGIS, thank God it's Sunday. When you wake up on Monday morning and those thoughts come knocking on your door saying, oh, it's going to be a long week, hard day, traffic's going to be bad, you've got so much to do, just try to make it through the Monday morning blues. Just say thanks, but no thanks. I've already answered the door and almighty God, the creator of the universe has sent me a hand delivery of joy. I know this is going to be a great day. For us, it's not the Monday morning blues. It's the Monday morning dues. I do have a smile. I do have joy. I do have God's favor. I do have victory. Every day can be a Friday. Yes, I know some days are more difficult than others, but if we will program our mind the right way, we won't have to drag through certain days so we can get to Friday and enjoy our life. No, faith is always in the now. Our attitude should be, I'm excited to be alive right now. I'm excited to have breath to breathe today. I'm excited about my family, my health, my opportunities. I have plenty of reasons to be happy right now. It's like that song we used to sing as children. Zippity-doo-dah. Zippity day, my oh my, what a wonderful day. Zippity doodah, zippity day, plenty of sunshine is coming my way. Friends, you can be happy if you decide to. You can even be happier if you make that decision. Bottom line is you're as happy as you're choosing to be. Now I'm asking us to stir up the joy on the inside. You may not be exactly where you want to be, but learn to be happy where you are. That's the seed you're sowing for God to do something new. When you get up in the morning, don't wait to see what kind of day it's going to be. Make a declaration right at the beginning. This is going to be a great day. And if you will do this on a daily basis, choose to live your life happy, you'll not only enjoy life more, but you'll brighten other people's day. God promises your joy will be full. Now, I believe and declare every one of you are going to live a happy, joy-filled, blessed, prosperous, victorious Ephesians 3.20 life. Amen. Do you receive it today? We never like to close our broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Get in a good Bible-based church. Keep God first place. He'll do amazing things in your life. Thank you for listening to the Joel Osteen Podcast. Help us continue to share the message of hope with those all over the world. 
Visit joelosteen.com slash give hope to give a gift today. Thanks so much for listening to today's message. I hope you'll subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired all through the week. We're praying for you. I know God's best is still ahead. We'll see you next time.